Podcast, a daily dot show brought to you by Facial Hair. Disguise your disgusting face and hide your embarrassing chin with Facial Hair, an all-natural, 100% organic way to recontextualize your personhood without expensive surgery, beards, mustaches, goatees, mutton chops, and chin straps are just a handful of ways that facial hair can put you and your face on the road to confidence. Download your facial hair today wherever fine follicles are grown. Note, facial hair may not be available to all genders. Facial hair color and fullness will vary. Side effects may include daily maintenance, interference with food consumption, and mild to moderate ridicule. Talk to your doctor to find out if facial hair is right for you. And now, here are your favorite facial hair enthusiasts, Allison Goldberg and Jennifer Jamula. Everybody, I'm Jen. I'm Allie. And welcome to Two Girls One Podcast. We are performers who look behind the people of the internet posts. Uh, and taking it way back, Allie and I had a live show where we would actually perform verbatim internet material on stage. The internet was our script. From there, we created a web series on hoo-ha-ha. It's called Two Girls One Show. We interviewed people behind different internet communities, went on scripted adventures, and now we're just keeping it super realistic here on Two Girls, One Podcast, and we're interviewing real people uh, from the internet. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We knew it was coming. I'm super excited for today's episode. Yeah. And Jen doesn't even know why. (laughs) This is... This is the Jen episode. Did you know that? Did you know that? Are we interviewing Jen? Kind of. We are looking at beards today. Now, if you've been with us for a while, you know that we looked at beards once before about a year ago. And you also know that Jen has a beard problem. <laughs> I thought you were going to say like a love and obsession. But, but OK, friend, it's a problem. I, I loud it's, and clear. <laughs> it's, a, it's a solution and a blessing and a problem. It's everything. Okay. I love them. I absolutely love them, guys. I so have a today little we're talking... bit of a fetish. Yeah. Oh, it's a fetish. It's a fetish too. I've accepted. Actually, this is the one that I might have. All right, go how, ahead. How do you how do you think it's a fetish? Go on, go on. Well, because if they have one, I'm I'm more attracted to them. Like I'm really attracted to them. Yeah, but do you like do things to their beard specifically? <laughs> With is that what the line is? Uh, yeah, like it's a, it goes from interest to fetish if you like do things to their beard. No, but I'm entertaining it. Okay, guys. Well, <laughs> I have some great news today. So first of all, we are talking to a guy who A-B tested his beard on Tinder to decide which would perform better. But I have even better news, which is that I am calling in Mama Jam. That's no! right. We- <laughs> Yes. No. Yes. <laughs> yes. James Molly. Why? Yes. Why We're would calling, you do this to me? We are calling Melissa Jamula for this episode because it is all about the beards and you and your love for them. Well, and you ca- need to like. It's no. I'm calling your why? mother. I'm calling your mother. All right. Hang on. Hang on. Let, hang on. Let me patch her in. Hello, Melissa. Hello. Hello. Oh my god. Hi. Hi, Allie. <gasps> Guys, this is the real Mama Jam on the phone. You don't even understand how groundbreaking this is. How are you today? I'm great here in Reading, Pennsylvania. How's Reading doing? Oh, it's a long, sad story, but, but oh, no. I'm so glad to be with you. Now, I want you to know, you 
podcast many a time and always in the most beautiful of ways. Yeah. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. <laughs> mom, you, I just want to let you know that you're on our podcast right now. Uh, oh my. <laughs> Live on the air. I okay. can't wait to hear the fans' reactions. Most recently, Jen told us wonderful stories about you coming home from work and being really, uh, I'm going to ruin this story. You were like, really? You'd had a really busy day. And Jen was like, you look beautiful. And you were like, it's because I worked hard and I feel fulfilled. <laughs> and we were like, man, Mama Jam, we got to get her on the podcast. <laughs> I don't even know if you remember I, that. I, I don't think those were exactly my words. <laughs> but okay, honey. <laughs> Let's go with it. No, I, I don't think my mom knows. So, Ma, we did this episode recently where we interviewed somebody who had plastic surgery based on the way that they looked on social media. And I was recounting that you taught me many valuable lessons about beauty coming from the inside. And that was one thing I remembered you saying. See, this is why we have Jen on the podcast to make things sound better. Because when I say them, it's high-pitched nonsense. Keep in mind, I told her that when I was 30. We will relive the discussion about plastic surgery soon. <laughs> oh, man, Mom, I don't like these new lessons I'm learning. <laughs> the truth right, comes so, out. <laughs> so speaking of appearances, Mama Jam which is what I love calling you because it's the best name. Um, we are speaking today to someone who A-B tested his beard on Tinder. So he made a pretty much identical profile with and without his beard and then decided to see which one's better. But we wanted to talk to you because Jen has a little bit of a beard, as she called it, fetish. And I wonder I if you can talk that, about... Mom. Can you Can you talk about Jen's childhood and like maybe how this happens? Like, was there this anything so that you... Up. I'm going to get you back. Was there anything that you introduced her to at a young age? <laughs> like maybe a lot of pets, a lot of furry pets. <laughs> well, that, yes, we did have a lot of opsa. So I would oh, come wait, what? occasionally and it would be on her face. Wait, no. What? <laughs> mom, what? Stop. My mom is lying. First of all, we had one dog and it was a lasso opso. I don't know the kind of dog. That's what she's talking about. Say that about. name again five times fast. Lasso opso. Lasso opso. I don't, I don't know. Great. Great. <laughs> okay. So now, okay, we got to the bottom of this. Right. And now let's talk about um, high school when men were just starting to grow beards. Did you see anything? then no and you know this surprises me and I think it's a little bit rebellious and probably here's the deal Jenny never ever was rebellious growing up you know she was never that middle shocker. shocker shocker you know I've read her diary I know pretty dull <laughs> isn't it and I've always I've, I've always told her to fear the beard my, my, my mother has a writing history. So I think that this is rebellion, actually. Wait, why did you tell her to fear the beard? Oh, God, I don't know. That Wasn't that some NFL thing for <laughs> some players, you know? I don't know. Or, or, or no, I think it was baseball. Fear the beard. Mom, you literally never told me to fear the beard. But maybe, maybe subliminally, I don't know. I she told you. Okay. <laughs> I want everyone to know this episode is the best thing that's ever happened to me. Okay, so you think this is Jen's rebellious phase finally late bloomer but it's happening i am a late bloomer i as we know i didn't get boobs till last year <laughs> i'm still waiting for mine any moment now i'm gonna hit puberty i'm gonna have my bat mitzvah it's gonna be nuts it's gonna be a really weird time for everyone okay so all right so fear the beard and then what do you think happened in adulthood i think a lot of this is related to the farm oh that could be 
I think Brian Jen went to the farm. farm. She got I brainwashed she by horses did. and beards. Yeah. And a very good-looking farmer her first year up there, as I recall. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. That's true. <laughs> he did not have a beard, for the record. But, he, yeah, he was. De- but like, he was a farmer, memory, so he, he a had a beard in his heart. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> okay, so she's going through a rebellious phase. I mean, should we, should we have an intervention, or you think it's okay? I mean, I think next step is crack, so we got to act fast. <laughs> Beards are a gateway drug. <laughs> they are a gateway drug to sex. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what do you, what do you think? <laughs> I don't think my daughter has ever had sex. No, she hasn't. She is a virgin. She's a virgin. She's a virgin. She is um, as chaste and pure as the day she was born from Mama Jam. This is literally my nightmare. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, guys, I have something. I have something that might clear this up. Um, Mama Jam has provided... Uh, a, a clip from a home movie when Jen was a little girl that might explain the I know where this is going. I know where this is going to and I don't like it. Here's a taste of what's coming up on Inside Trader Joe's. Why do you shop at Trader Joe's? Oh man, because we're getting variety. I actually remember you guys when you guys just had like nuts and cheeses. We actually sold sandwiches by the inch and I always wondered... Well, I think it's pretty clear. I can't believe you just Joe's to Mama Jam. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you just did, Matthew. Get in your corner. Yeah, that, that, that was rude, but I kind of wish I had Trader Joe's in my childhood. I mean, I had a good childhood, Bob. Yeah. <laughs> cool. I, I, I see therapy when this is all over. Um, so I actually I have another question, Mama Jam. So um, who do you want to see Jen with nowadays? Does he have a beard? Does he not have a beard? What's his profession? What do you think? What should we be going for? Oh, I have to give you a from the heart Mama Jam answer there. Let's hear it. Don't care what he looks like, beard or no beard, just that he treats her like the princess she is. (laughs) I've been saying that for years. I've been saying that for years. She's she's brought home some dudes, and by home I mean like to I don't know us living in New York. And I'm like Jen, what are you doing? Right? It's true. (laughs) I've I've been rebelling. (laughs) Mama Jam and I are going to team up. All right. Friends, you heard it here. If you want a date with Jen, tweet at her, at Jen Jammy, beard or no beard, but you better be nice as fuck. Yeah, also, that's not my Twitter. It's at Junebugger. Oh, shit. Right, Jen Jammy's her Instagram if you want to check out some photos. You can DM me. Wow, you just totally doxed her. Slide into her DMs for a Netflix and trail. All right. (laughs) You can't watch Netflix in the DMs. All right, we got to get out of here. (laughs) Love you guys. Bye. (laughs) Thank you. Oh, guys, that got that got real. That was really real. How did you work? Did she know you were calling? Maybe. <laughs> All right. I'm g- going to get you back, though. You know this. Once we get Minda on this podcast, that's when she gets really know. real. I don't know that that would ever even work. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen. But feel free. Right, my, ma- my mom I'll can be out. very funny when she's not being insane. <laughs> <laughs> Your mom is delightful. (laughs) I don't know. It's going to go down. But like, I got to figure out what I want to ask Minda about now. Now that you humiliated me in front of my mama. (laughs) (laughs) There is no Um, humiliation in front of Mama Jam. We are are tight. She knows about the beards. But like, yeah, but I'm just thinking about what can I ask Minda, your mama, about like about decorating? You talked about decorating (laughs) in a former podcast. Would that be too much? (laughs) Um, I'm not sure. 
It's hard to I actually don't think it like, would sometimes be Sometimes she's like really open and hilarious And then all of a sudden out of nowhere she'll be like oh, Appalled and I'm like how did that line Just get crossed <laughs> like I don't Where is the so line funny. Where is the line I don't wow. know I don't think yeah. my mother would like To know any of my Burning Man shenanigans Which okay. is when I well, wanted to fair. decorate my friend Right we yeah. forgot to ask Does Mama Jam and or Allie's mom what, what is your mom na- mom's name uh, Minda? Minda Minda. It's Minda. not Mindy it's not Linda, it's Minda. Huh. All right, we're going to devote an entire separate episode to that. Uh, but do they listen to the show? We didn't even ask your mom, Jen. Oh, mm. I don't think she? she does, but I think it's just because she's not really into podcasts. So, mm-hmm. uh, But now that this happened, uh, you better bet she's going to be listening. Thanks, guys. <laughs> One more listener. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Great. Oh, Great. <laughs> One mom at a time. <laughs> <laughs> you were gonna ask if our mothers have met you know like a meet the parents kind of thing and they have they have, they have I met actually, many a time. i actually yeah. have a very cute story about minda meeting mama jam <laughs> i like that story yeah which is she told me very seriously for a woman of her age she turns heads <laughs> 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 exact quote <laughs> i was oh, like that okay. just is the best yeah cool. well, I love it's that. nice to know that you guys are serious you know your parents have met and so i think I yeah. think things are go- coming We're to the next level. I mean, We're to be honest, to they, yeah. they met years ago, but they haven't done like a dinner without us. You know what I mean? Which, I know. Like, that's, I know. That's a tall. Yeah, that's a, that's a tall, tall order. Tall order. Yeah. Or really yeah. even a dinner like, like all of us. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> or they, even one of you. You guys have never they, they sat don't down do dinner. at the dinner table. They don't eat. <laughs> that's true. All right. Well, you would think that this episode was all about moms, but it's actually about beards. So let's get back to the beards. Let's get back to it. Look yeah. at this, Allie, keeping us on track. What's happening? Yeah, you go, girl. <laughs> Thanks. But first, I don't have trivia for you this week. What? Matt, because what's I have going? a new segment. <gasps> a new, new segment. segment. A new segment. A new segment. A new segment. Oh, my God. What does it's it called, mean? What does it mean? Oh, my God. It's called. <laughs> this yeah, episode it's called, is full of surprises. This segment is called <laughs> emails. Okay. Oh. Okay. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think? I, like, I, I was, I was I'm workshopping that name. I'm gonna need um, more information. <laughs> like what kind I of think emails? It's very clear. Yeah. I think it's very clear. It's about emails, and it's called emails. Yeah. Like listener emails. Yes, listener oh, emails. That's a great one. Okay. Let's change Wait, the title. That's not a new segment. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not really a new segment. But okay, we received. Probably the most email and uh, response we've ever gotten to a single episode from our Esperanto episode. There More than adult amazing, babies, we got a lot from adult babies. A lot from adult. You know what? They might be tied, but it is a it is fascinating because we we have our regular listeners who talk to us uh, on the regular, of course, and we love them. And then when we tap into new communities, we often find that members of those communities who are completely unaware of our uh, adorable little show mm-hmm. pop in and say whoa thank you so much for talking about our community and in this case it was esperanto and uh i want to share a few emails and voicemails with you guys today very cool i can't wait to hear all right first email is from dale dale says first thank you you did an absolutely excellent job i wasn't aware of your podcast before and i found it because 
you were interviewing Chuck, who was uh, one of the guests on our Esperanto show. Uh, Dale says, I'm one of the first people he recruited as an editor for the Esperanto Wikipedia. So I've known him for a while. I would be hanging around for other episodes for sure. Let's see if that's true, Dale. If you could hear this. I mean, <laughs> is that not, a challenge? That's a challenge. <laughs> to Dale, who was so kind <laughs> and wrote us that email. And, and he says, your interviewing <laughs> style is infectiously appealing, which I think we will start printing t-shirts that say infectiously appealing <laughs> just infectious <laughs> cool <laughs> thanks dale <laughs> thank you another email from john john says good show you you presented esperanto in a positive way uh yes it will never become the universal world language but it is not represented by a bunch of old geeks in a dusty library somewhere it is a really vibrant living language uh which again is just something that we learned from talking to chuck and stella my perception of the language was that it was just not, not geeks in a library, but like a handful of geeks on the internet. And what we came to realize is that it's truly a, a global uh, worldwide community that is really, uh, I don't know, really loving and really yeah. supportive of each other. And like all it, it, it's uh, used to connect with people in real life and like make these human connections. Yeah. Yep. Also, nothing wrong with being an old geek in a dusty library. Just want to say. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Jen and I are when you meet us in real life. Yeah, we're really dusty. All right, I have a voicemail to play for you. Ooh. Okay. Estas plu de du mil de nascai esperantistoi. Bye. <laughs> Do you say bye in Esperanto as a sign-off? <laughs> that was awesome. Know, is, right, is bye the same word in Esperanto? I don't know. I don't know. You know what I have to say to that? What? Fikiju. <laughs> <laughs> but only because it's the only word I know in Esperanto. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's the, it's a perfect response to everything. Yeah. yeah. That's a swear cool, word, cool. guys. Don't repeat that out in the streets. Does anyone yeah. know what that voicemail said? So I sent it to Stella, who is mm. one of the native speakers of Esperanto, who we interviewed on the show. I said, we got this voicemail entirely in Esperanto. He, he did not say anything else in English. We have no idea what this says. Uh, and what Stella said, she translated the uh, voicemail and she said, this gentleman claims that there are more than 2,000 native speakers of Esperanto. Uh, we had said maybe through our research that there were only about 300 or 350. I, I, the numbers vary. Stella didn't uh, correct us during the episode, but um, this gentleman and, and a few other people on Reddit, actually, we were, we were on the Esperanto subreddit. A few people we were? were saying, hey, yeah, we actually, wow. I forgot to tell you guys. Yeah, we were at the top of the Esperanto subreddit. People were saying, great show, but they weren't sure where we got the stat of 350 native speakers. So it seems to be varying between 350 and 2,000. I'm sure that's a nebulous number that is hard to pinpoint, but um, thought it was worth sharing on, on, on this I episode. mean, we probably got it from Wikipedia. Got that's it. where okay. I get all my information. <laughs> yeah, okay. We're a really, really reputable show. Y'all know yep. by now to fact check us in whatever <laughs> way you can. Yeah. check out our Wikipedia <laughs> please, episode, please actually. Yeah. Yeah, you should. Yeah. Um, oh, and speaking of that, I believe our uh, guest is here who deals with data, so that's cool. Um, deals Perfect. with the facts. Uh, we're talking to today the scientist, um, obviously a pseudonym. I don't, I don't know, unless it's your legal name, you can let us know. Uh, but basically... <laughs> First name, the last name, scientist. <laughs> <laughs> he used Tinder to A-B test whether or not he should have a beard. Welcome. We're so happy to have you here. Hi, thanks for having me. So you're spending a lot of time swiping, just like the rest of us. 
<laughs> I actually spent very little time swiping. I only did it twice a day and did it really, really quickly. Well, fuck you. Wait, so have you met someone you're like done with swiping? Uh, no, I'm just done with Tinder. I I did that just for the test. I don't actually use the app or dating apps wait, in general. I just wanted to have fun. Wait, you, you All right, so wanted... we got to take it back. Yeah. Scientist, uh, why did you do this? If not, if you weren't interested in dating or to get dates, was it truly just curious whether they look good with a beard or not? Or like what, what inspired this experiment? Oh, please, please call me the scientist was my father. <laughs> Got it. Got it. All right. Uh, I'm so clever. I'm um, sorry. I was having an argument with one of my friends. Uh, it wasn't really an argument, more like a suggestion on his part. He said that I should shave my beard because more women will be attracted to me if I didn't have a beard. Not Jen. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> True. Uh, she yeah. Also, a good portion of Reddit. <laughs> mm, okay. Oh, yeah. So I disagreed with him, but... I don't like to disagree if I don't have cold, hard data. Data is really useful for disagreeing with somebody. And I only had my subjective opinion and the opinions of the few women who have actually said that I was attractive to them. So I thought, well, what if we study this? We get a random sample of women and we ask them if one is more attractive than the other. And then... We kind of built that out into the study that I ended up putting on Reddit. I'm curious, the scientist, uh, what is your own subjective opinion of your face with a beard? Oh, I love the beard. I I have a ginger beard. I don't know why I would ever want to shave that off. But too many people have told me you should shave off your beard for dating. And I just firmly disagree. Now I have data to back that disagreement up. Um, can you tell us more about the ginger beard? Like, what does it look like? What does it smell like? I'm kidding. Whoa, I'm kidding. Jen's <laughs> masturbating. No big deal. Stop. <laughs> no, but I really. actually wish my beard smelled like ginger because that would be amazing. Wait, you know that there's like oh, um, oils I've... for your beard, right? So you can have it smell however you want it to smell. You need to go check out our beard episode. Do you have a beard episode? Yeah, we do. You can go I'm check so it out. I'm so sad I missed it. It's an early... You didn't miss it. It's on the internet. You can go listen. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot how technology works. Okay, so, all right, break it down for us. Tell us a little bit about, uh, you know, how you decided to do this. Yes, the methodology. The idea was to try and get as much the same in two Tinder profiles as humanly possible. So I had one of my friends come over. And we took a bunch of pictures of me in different outfits, doing different activities. I tried to pick pictures that I thought were like good for dating profiles. So I had one where I was wearing a suit and I had one where I was doing karaoke and one where I was sitting with my cat. Another one where I was playing a board game just to try to show off like various aspects of a person with a life. Okay, but you you didn't you didn't do a photo (laughs) with a tiger or holding a fish. Oh, uh, I tried. I held a cat, which is halfway between a tiger and a fish. You know what? That's really true. It is exactly halfway. When I saw the picture of you and the cat, I was very curious how you got that cat in a similar position each time. That cat loves that position. That's where she's oh, comfortable. Okay. I know right. it looks very uncomfortable, but she just loves to do that and then sniff my face. Okay, okay. so so you got the same I'm gonna, exact... I'm just going to cut that statement out of the podcast and take it way out of context, because that was... Good. <laughs> she just likes to sniff the ginger beard. Nice. I feel like Jen I do, and the I do. cat are like kindred spirits. 
I mean, Jen is my I know cat. that cat. We see one another. <laughs> Jen is your cat. There's a cat hosting this podcast. That's how it works. Hashtag future. Okay, so you took photos yeah. the same exact way with and without a beard. Right. Yes. Yeah. So if you look at a picture of yourself and your head is tilted at an angle, and you see that and you say, okay, I need to copy that angle, you just twist your head like every direction humanly possible. So yeah, we tried really hard. And a few of the comments on Reddit noted that the angles weren't the exact same. And it's just because I was really trying to copy one and failing miserably. Yeah, you're like, go fuck yourself, Redditors. But here's the thing. I think I don't want to just blow up your whole methodology right now with this gem of wisdom I'm about to drop. But what if... Beards and suits go really well together. Or like beardless with cat goes really well together. So it's hard. You oh, know what I mean? Extra variable. You know what I mean? I, I, I had to be very specific on the study when I wrote it up. And I didn't actually expect anybody but my close friends to read it. But my close friends are pedantic as hell. So I figured they were going <laughs> to tear it apart anyways. Mm -hmm. I wanted to make sure that the statement was really clear that this is only about women's attraction to me. And those were clothing clothing those were clothings those were clothes yeah. i got this those were clothes that i wear <laughs> third time's a chime glad we're cutting this <laughs> those were clothes that i wear like on a general basis and those were activities that i do so even if yeah it's because of the cat like girls like beards with cats yeah but i have that cat so i don't want a girl to see the no beard and go oh that guy, he has a dog, and then see the cat and go, oh no, I'm turned off. I would have only liked the cat if I liked the beard. Right. We, Allie's trying to isolate additional variables, but if those variables are consistent in both pictures, then they are not variables. Yeah, but they at, at kind of are because we don't case. know about like the subliminal messaging that happens with beard plus cat versus beardless plus cat. Also, I'm mostly just fucking with you. Can I, I want to be honest. Well, no, I saw in one of the pictures, you can see your tattoo. And for me, I, I don't think I could do beard and tattoo, but I could do beardless and tattoo. It's like, because beard and tattoo are kind of like equal <laughs> levels of rebellious for me. <laughs> so so wanted to mention. They're like multiplicative. So you, you can have like exactly. a maximum level. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, I agree. This study is useless for anybody who isn't me and has all of the things that I have. My biggest issue, though, is that when you posted this, like, publicly, you blurred some of your face. And in some of these photos, like, your nose is, like, your whole upper face is blurred. Like, you kind of look like Voldemort a little bit. Have you thought about that? What I did for a lot of this study can kind of be summarized as it amused me. So I wanted to create something where I had the pictures so you could see the work that I put into actually making them equivalent. But at the same time, I was trying to be a little bit anonymous. So I thought about different ways, like I could put a black box over the top of my face, or I could just cut off the picture at the top of the head. Mm -hmm. And then I thought, well, what if I give myself giant black cartoon mm -hmm. eyes? That would be creepy and, and weird. Blur. I like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, Well, that was a success. <laughs> and then just blur out the yeah. nose. I figured some facial recognition software can work with the nose. <laughs> oh, shit. That's right. We live in a dystopian future. Mm -hmm. You'll be discovered. Don't worry. <laughs> the weird thing about that. So I actually didn't know this was going to be popular at all. I figured I'd send this to a couple of friends, maybe get 10 hits overnight. And so when I went to sleep, I had seven hits on it. 
And when I woke up in the morning, I was going through some of my emails and I got a message from someone saying, hey, can we interview you about your post? And I looked at that and went, oh, something's happening. But what was weird is that that email was sent to my work. It was sent to my work email address, which means my my work email address isn't tied to anything. Yeah. Someone uncovered my identity in like half a day. (laughs) Oh, wow. Yeah. So that's a lesson. Then you guys found me, but you guys messaged me through WordPress, which was great because it shows that you didn't take any effort to figure out who I am. Well, we're pretty lazy. No, actually, we're pro uh, yeah, stalkers when say. we want to be. Oh, and I just have a I just have a point of clarification. The photos you actually posted to dating sites did not have the blackout face with cartoon eyes. Oh, no, like no, it that was, would be weird. You posted the Matt real photos. Matt doesn't know how online dating oh, works. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I posted. Just, I'm just <laughs> clarifying for the listeners because, like, people may seek that out this post and we should mm. be, we should yeah. make it clear. Yeah, I, I definitely did not have the black eyes and weird face. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Th- there is a Voldemort dating app, though, Matt. If you're interested, we can get you we on should. that. Okay. All right. All right. Thanks. We'll talk okay. later. Yeah. Can I get on the Voldemort dating app? I'm like half Voldemort already. <laughs> okay. So, you, so how many hits so, were there okay, in the morning? So you woke up. How many? Yeah. How many hits? Uh, so I, I woke up to about 5,000 hits. Okay. Which was pretty good. A lot more than I expected. It is more than ten. Yeah. It was more than ten by by at least ten. Yeah. It was almost double. Yeah. <laughs> this is on Reddit. This was on Reddit. And got it. Uh, so and that's, webs- that's just upvotes. You know, that's just like the the amount of upvotes versus downvotes. It's probably untold numbers of actual views. You know, uh, I I saw the post and may or may not have interacted with it, but I think you reached a lot more people than that for sure. Oh yeah, I was looking at the site statistics. And this was after, well, this was before I actually looked up what I could have done with advertising. Because apparently if you put advertisements on your website, you can get money off of it. Who knew? (laughs) (laughs) But I was reading somewhere that you could get about $6 per every thousand views on your website. And then how many views? WordPress told me I had about 300,000 views on my website. (laughs) That's a that's wow. a so about two thousand dollars <laughs> for like ten minutes of work to put that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I want to I want to hear more about the response, but I also want to get back to the experiment. Yeah, I'm I'm curious. The scientist, did, do you have any? Pre- did you have predictions going into it of what you thought you might find, or were there any uh, particular data points that you were interested in learning about? That's actually an interesting question. I had three friends that I was talking to. One of them said that he predicted that women would find no beard more attractive, just overall. The second said that she thought older women would find the beard attractive and younger women would find Define no beard attractive. Define that range of older versus younger women. Like over 22. No, uh, <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think the range was what? in like... Over 35, over 40. Over, yeah, over 35, like mid to high 30s and okay. below as the different So mid to ranges. high okay. 30s loves the beard oh, gotcha. under, and under that, maybe not. Right. And my Prediction. theory was that I was going to get about the same for women of various ages. And where I would see difference is uh, more Asian women would like the no beard and more non-Asian women would like the beard. Why? Okay. You know, that one's really subjective, but every time I've talked to a girl and she said, you know, I really like your beard or I really like beards, they've 
almost always been white. And every time a girl has said, oh, I hate beards, they've always been Asian. That, that was one of the most subjective parts mm-hmm. of this study was listing women based off of their race. Racism. Because for each person <laughs> it's who... It's subjective. Would, yeah, it's, okay, okay. It's subjective racism. <laughs> for each woman that swiped yes, that I actually matched with, I ended up putting in their name just so I wouldn't repeat the same woman multiple times their age and a race so so then what what did you find age there was almost no difference in the distribution the curves looked about the same overall women liked the beard a lot more uh, reddit had a lot of different theories for this ranging from you have no chin to <laughs> your pictures were worse oh internet <laughs> okay uh, uh, race was interesting because Pretty much everyone dropped off from beard to no beard, but white women dropped off a lot. We went from like high 30s to like mid-teens, whereas Asian women dropped off by maybe a couple. So that could even be statistical variation between those two. It seems like they at least cared a lot less. Okay, but across the board, everyone likes the beard. Mm -hmm. Everyone likes the beard. Did you swipe right indiscriminately? Just swipe, 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 right? Yep. I feel like it had to be indiscriminate. If I started basing it off of my preferences, then I don't have a general right, overview of women's likes. all about your preferences likes. for people, whether or not they like you with the beard? Like you were telling us earlier, this doesn't apply to anyone else. That is a good point. But the, the thing that I was trying to avoid was where my subjectivity changes. Someone actually mentioned on Reddit that they would have loved it if I had rated the women based off of attractiveness. And... Well, I don't like to do yeah, that just do in that. general. There was another reason. <laughs> yeah. That's just, how Facebook started. Is, <laughs> was it like hot, hot or not or something? Yes. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Good to A lot know. of Trump's career uh, has uh, hinged on it. But, <laughs> but what you're true. saying is that your, your preference for the woman has no bearing in this study. So you're just, just swiping those first hundred right because by default to create a data set. It has nothing to do with your actual preferences you're just trying to gather a set of women who uh had a preference for the beard or not right well it's even worse than that my preferences change over time for instance there were a couple of times when i was doing this swiping where i was Mm -hmm. slightly inebriated it was after work (laughs) i'd gone out for some drinks and when i'm drunk my preferences are much I don't know how do you say thirstier than when I'm sober. (laughs) So you end up with just bad variation throughout the data that you lose when you just make it a random sample. Got it. Gotcha. And why did you choose Tinder for this experiment? I wanted something where I could get a match percentage. The problem with things like OkCupid is you can't really get that kind of data. You don't get match data and also they show your pictures side by side it might be easier for people to identify me tinder had the benefit Mm -hmm. of having people swiping a lot and allowing me to get a lot of identifiers of people who actually are initially interested in me with very little data so what's your match rate well statistically it's fairly low um (laughs) i ended up with a hundred across both profiles Hmm. some people said that was a lot and some people were even angry with me about how many matches i got (laughs) which i I don't understand it 
<laughs> it really wasn't the point of the study. People were just saying, well, how did you do this that you got women to like you so much? Well, I don't know. I swiped indiscriminately. Maybe you should try that and see if it works. <laughs> I've cool. actually heard people, I, I heard a man one time say that that's the thing to do. You just go on and you swipe right as many times as possible every day. Yeah. I think there are bots that'll do it for you. If I could have created one, it would have made my life way easier. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think they exist where they'll just right swipe for you. I don't know if Tinder has shut them down. I know Tinder shut down Bernie, which is the AI that would swipe, learn, use facial recognition to swipe for you based on what you like. But I think there are also apps that'll just right swipe for you constantly. I like Bernie. Where can I meet Bernie? It's everything horrible and wonderful <laughs> about amazing. our world. Well, the scientist, how did, how did you, how did you post two nearly identical profiles on Tinder? That one was actually kind of difficult. So I tried it initially and found that I wouldn't be able to keep both profiles active at the same time. So I found a program called Parallel Space. It allows you to have two separate application spaces open oh. on your phone. And I ended up downloading that and running one of the Tinders through Parallel Space and one of them outside of it. I also created two Facebook profiles mm. so I could create the two Tinder accounts, which became weird because I was talking to my sister at the time, ended up friending her, and then a bunch of people saw me friending her. So got a bunch of friend requests to a bunch of fake Facebook profiles. Mm. Uh, I did that. And then to cut down on bots, they said that you also have to verify your profile with a phone number. So I had to get a Google voice line so I could verify the second profile. This became a lot more effort than I thought it was going to be. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I could have told you it was going to be a lot more work than you think. <laughs> I just had a dead Sorry. end right there. Also, do you think parallel space exists solely so that people can have multiple Tinder accounts? Because I do. I, yeah, it sounds like you know it. What? Probably, probably. I can't think of many other reasons to have two versions of an app open on your phone. No, it's probably for developers, for testing in different environments or have, or being logged into multiple accounts, I'm sure. <laughs> Sorry. Shut up. Sorry, guys, to be, to mansplain. All right. So are you, are you going to try this experiment with Bumble? So I actually wanted to. And the reason I want to do it with Bumble is because I thought it would be interesting to see what kind of variation I get in received messages. Uh, for those who don't know, one of the things that makes Bumble different than Tinder is that a woman has to message you first if you matched. So I expect it kind of an increase in the number of messages to be received after a match happens. And I want to see if I can filter them based off of either just blanket, hello, hi, how are you doing? Or ones who are seem interested in something long term versus some who seem interested in short term. Because people have brought up the theory that the girls who see the beard might not be looking for a spouse and a future life with that person. And the ones who see no beard might actually be looking for Whoa. something more long term. See, <laughs> go. <laughs> Jen, your thoughts on that? <laughs> I know. I was just like, oh, what is that? Well, I am going through my rebellious phase, apparently, the scientist. So maybe it is true well, that I'm partial. looking for a beard because I don't want to commit. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but no, I want to be married to the lumberjack of my dreams. Like that, my dream is to be married to a, a bearded lumberjack. Uh, married, guys, married. Uh, so I don't know. That's like one data point for you. You know, I um, like a good beard. I just, before I get married, would want to know what they look like without the beard. Mm hmm. 
Yes, because it's important. weird to think you're gonna marry someone and have no idea what their facial structure really truly looks like. So right, my dad right. actually did that with my mom. Tricked her, trapped her, trapped her. Basically, they got married <laughs> while he had a beard. On the first day of their honeymoon, he shaved off his beard entirely, and <laughs> she was she like, "Who the fuck that- is this man?" <laughs> she was like, N- "Never do that again." I literally never want to see your chin. I never want to see the lower half of your face. Has he had a beard ever since? Yeah, I've never seen him without a beard. He kind of looks like Santa Claus. Okay, but now does she look at you and she's like, ah, my husband's chin has been visited upon my son. No, she can't see the chin. I'm wearing a beard. Because you got the beard too. I didn't tell her I was shaving or doing this experiment at all, and I had to pick her up from the airport. And when she was standing outside i pulled up the car right next to her and she looked in saw me and then looked away and i just kind of stared at her and she looked in saw me staring at her and starts looking around like where's my son <laughs> but oh, like man. surely there was a time where you didn't have a beard <laughs> i guess what, what age did you start growing a beard i would say about six months old six six months old cool. six months cool. old yeah, yeah. All right, i understand why she yeah. didn't recognize you uh, then <laughs> there is one experiment i would love for you to do which is testing to see if red shirts in dating profiles actually will get you more matches or, or right swipes because mm-hmm. matt gave us trivia a long time ago that apparently like red but matt do you remember what was the source of that information that red shirts make you more attractive it was a study it was a study very similar to the scientist study where they would pose um uh, dating candidates in uh, it was dating apps so they would pose them exactly as you did uh where you know stand in this place do the smile tilt your head to this at this angle now snap the photo stop put on a red shirt take the exact same photo and they found that there's something about wearing red that made uh, bo- both genders feel like that person was more something desirable successful that was uh, a study that was already done could you replicate that for us please yeah, yeah. That that actually sounds like my type of study. <laughs> so it's hard for me to figure out what I want to do if I even want to do a follow-up because the beard, no beard thing just worked so perfectly. And everything that I'm thinking about, one of them I was thinking about doing was testing my face in different areas because Tinder allows you to say you're swiping from X location. So if I could run a lot of them, I could run them in different parts of the United States and then see where is the best place to be swiping if you are me with my facial structure and beard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. Important questions. Right. Yeah. Important questions. Yes. Do women in Philly love beards? Yeah, like that kind of thing. Got it. <laughs> well, it's not even do women in Philly love beards. Would women in Philly love me if I was there with a yes. beard? Yes. Right. Yes. Would you then move? I don't really do studies that are useful for other people. I do studies that are useful for me and hopefully amuse other people. I think (laughs) everyone should be testing their faces on different dating apps in different locations to see where they're getting the best hit rate. And don't move for jobs or family or weather. Just move for the place where women are most attracted to. (laughs) On Tinder. Move for the Tinder swipes. Oh my god. I think it'd be interesting to keep optimizing your own profile through these tests. So a beard's more attractive. Next you try the red shirt versus a blue shirt, whatever it is, until you're, you know, idealized Tinder self or whatever. Actually, I think that would be a really good app. If you could create an application that just modifies a person's profile in a couple of ways and has them run simultaneously in different locations, 
and you just come back to that person and say, hey, so here's what we think you should be wearing and looking like and doing. This will get you the most matches. Just optimize everybody's profiles. Uh, it, it kind right, of exists. Right. It's called Facetune. We, we that was our previous episode where you can like uh, modify uh, what yeah, your yeah. face looks like in an app. I mean, that is. I would say I missed it, but that one's on the internet. Yeah, yeah, no. I mean, yeah, it, it was as disturbing as it sounds. Uh, we, yeah, we but found that was, it pretty... that's more about changing your actual face. Right, right. <laughs> like, but you could A/B test yeah. like, do people like these eyebrows or these eyebrows? And and I don't know what that means for actually matching with you, someone. Then you decide what plastic surgery you're gonna get right, based you go. on and the hits. You, exactly. Oh, Oof. that makes sense. Well, you could just get plastic surgery. So you take five pictures before plastic surgery and five pictures after plastic surgery. <laughs> <laughs> and then you could never go back. No, that's yeah. why you use Facetune. Right. Exactly. Getting off exactly. Track. I have a very important man question for you, scientist. Okay. Ali and Jane won't, I don't think they'll understand this, quite honestly. But <laughs> oh, my God. God. Right. You took a photo with a beard and then you shaved and took the next photo. How soon after shaving did you take the beardless photo? Because when you have a beard Stubble. for a long time and then you shave it, your face looks fat and weird for a little while before it kind of like comes back to normal i have found and i don't know if that's like an okay, optical what? illusion or if it's <laughs> so like your face has to adjust from to being naked again i think it's definitely a thing um it's partially the irritation from shaving and also right. partially the fact that your face the bottom half of your face is just covered from the sun completely while the top <laughs> half of your face is getting tanned or at least like <laughs> understanding that it goes outside <laughs> so when you when I shaved that bottom half, I did have like this really weird white lower portion of my face, but <laughs> I, I stuck through it and I took the pictures immediately afterwards. Maybe immediately. that's a reason that, that that's a yeah. factor that I don't think we're accounting for here. Yeah, definitely not. Huh. Um, I wanted to minimize the amount of time I had no beard. Mm hmm. Uh, just for your life just for my life yeah we've gotten into this a little bit but i'm curious what the reddit community like wh what sort of discussion is popping up around this that you're finding what are the things that people seem to be most interested in it seems to be mostly men participating in this discussion so like what what are people saying there are a good number that said you just look better with a beard and good number that said you're ugly there were a couple that were very <laughs> upset by the number of matches I got, and a couple of those also called me ugly. It's the internet. It's wonderful. I love it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> because I posted on Data is Beautiful, there were a good number that talked about why my graphs were bad and <laughs> oh, <laughs> should have been done better. All right. And I, I actually agree with a couple of them. If I had set the axes to be the same on two of the graphs, they would have actually shown a bigger disparity than was obvious. But I did this in maybe half an hour thinking that 10 people would read it. So it wasn't that strong of an article to begin with. For the most part, it was actually a very positive experience posting on Reddit. A lot of people had interesting comments about other things that I could do to make the study better, things that I did that made the study bad, how ugly I look without a beard. Like There, there was a lot of good community discussion. And a mm -hmm, couple mm -hmm. people seem to really like the Voldemort face with the black eyes. Yeah, it's something. It's something. You should A-B test that shit. Like, how are your sins? <laughs> yeah. When you blur your face to the point of looking like Voldemort. <laughs> yeah. 
are they also sharing their own experiences around this though? And like, I'm just curious about beard culture. Like, do, do most guys think they look better with a beard? Is it totally individual? Like, have you, are you hearing anything about that? It's very individual. There are some people who say you're lucky that you can grow a good beard. There are other, there was one guy who said, Maybe your results would have been different if you had grown a real beard instead of that tiny beard that you have. What the fuck? <laughs> I, li- yeah, I like your beard people. for the record. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty clearly a beard. Like, I don't know what he's talking about. He I mean, wanted it you to could have, have like been a nice 10 feet longer. Inch... Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah. It's, okay. it's gotta hit, if it doesn't hit the floor, it's just not a real I think there should be a different name for that. <laughs> like an yeah, ultra it's like beard? A sh- uh, yeah. No, it's, it's like a Gandalf, Ma- macro you know beard. what I mean? <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely didn't have like a wizard beard mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or even right. a pirate beard. I think pirate I is shorter than I wizard. I think, I think there's a tipping point and I think you should test this. At what length <laughs> do you get fewer swipes? Yeah, that's, yep. Yeah. Someone brought that up. They said it, it's not a binary thing. It's actually, it should be a value that changes with different uh, growths of hair because Another thing people brought up is that stubble apparently is the most attractive thing in the world to women, followed uh-huh. by beard, followed by uh-huh. shorter beard, followed by like nothing. So okay. maybe I need to test stubble or maybe I need to test super beard. Super beard takes forever to grow, though. I think you'd have a lot of fun. We interviewed the founder of an app for uh, beard lovers called Bristler, right? And mm-hmm. he has the data. He said that the, 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 the data point that matters to women anyway is the... Um, uh, the, the, not the cleanliness, but the if it's trimmed. So it, it wasn't like specifically length, but having a big Scraggles. scraggly beard was was not good. But like um, manicured beard was the key to uh, successful matches. Yeah, and but I saw still that think over wide a, certain, of data. a certain length of beard becomes gross. I just feel like dudes on Bumble when their beards are too long, I'm like, what would that be like? No, no good. No good. It just gets in the way of everything. I'm imagining a few steps ahead. Yeah, it's no good. (laughs) So I'm curious, uh, did you actually get any dates out of this? Did you go out with any of your matches? So I did go out with one. It didn't actually lead anywhere. But there was another girl that I ended up dating kind of because of it. I had sent her the article and we were talking about and joking about it. And she seemed to really enjoy it. And I asked her what she preferred more, beard or no beard. And she said that she preferred no beard. So I said, well, you're kind of running out of time. I'm not going to have no beard for very long. We need to meet up soon. And somehow that worked as a pickup line. Like a date happened out so, of So that. did you meet immediately? Uh, we met up within the next week. And we're actually still dating. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> but do you have your beard? <laughs> uh, it's slowly growing it back. I'm at the stubble stage. She hasn't, like, we haven't met up and she said, oh, that's too much beard and then left. Yeah. It's coming. Okay, okay. I'm I'm not a super fast grower. I, I'm okay. a shower, not really a grower. A grower. When, when I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> All right. So, best of luck. I'm sure you'll be single in a week when your beard's back. Yeah, exactly. So, have you inspired others? Are other people reaching out to you and conducting their own experiments? Nobody that I know, but I really hope that All I... All right. 
more people to it. It's going nowhere. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> yeah, no, this was a flash in the pan. It's it's over before it even began. Cool. We'll be sure to publish this very quickly. <laughs> so the scientist, I know you want to remain anonymous, but can you tell uh, tell us, I don't want to like invalidate or this interview in any way, but are you actually a scientist? <laughs> no. Uh, so I, I hesitate to say this because it led to one of the most incelly comments that I received. One of the people said, what did you put as your profession on your profile? Because I never get that many swipes and I'm younger and more attractive than you, which again, <laughs> internet is a beautiful place. But also an uh, asshole. But, so there's that. Right. But he's also kind of right. So my profession is I'm a lawyer and I put lawyer as the profession on my profile uh, because it's accurate. Got it. You're a lawyer. Okay. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> What's happening? This is how the world ends. Well, the lawyer, it's been nice to talk to you. Yeah, all right. You are fake news on the internet. <laughs> you, the scientist. I'm just going to start signing my things, the lawyer. You should. Maybe That's I way am. better. People call me the scientist afterwards. How great is it to receive an email saying, hey, scientist. Yeah, I'm going to go by the lawyer on the internet and then start getting emails that say, hey, the lawyer, and I'm going to forward them to my parents and all their hopes and dreams will come true. It's going to be great. It'll be perfect. All right, lawyer, scientist, all right, person, the whoever lawyer you slash are. The scientist, yeah. <laughs> Pleasure to meet lawyer you. Tist. Thank you for having me on. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for joining us. So what did we learn? <laughs> Jen, I we learned know what you learned. Well, I learned mm. I learned a lot about the scientist. I mean, he was doing this for himself. You mean he the lawyer? He, I mean the lawyer that he thought he looked better with a beard. Turns out people prefer him with a beard. What did I learn about myself? I <laughs> I learned actually no, I did learn something. So I have not been on dating apps in a little bit, but I, I was Cause she's just, killing it. All right, all right. But like <laughs> This thing about like Someone swiping. Someone literally asked me, they're like, I've been listening to the podcast. Like, what's going on with Jen's dating life? <laughs> <laughs> I know we did talk updates. about it a lot in the summer. Yeah. Um, but I, I wasn't fully aware of that, like swiping that you can optimize, like with the amount of swipes that you do, that you're more likely to be matched if you swipe a certain amount of times just indiscriminately. <laughs> that that was information yeah, that I never but knew. You're not necessarily matched with the right with the people you're interested in. It's just that, well, exactly. right? If you just swipe on everybody. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I wouldn't necessarily do that, but I found that interesting. Um, <laughs> Not yeah. recommended practice, but you know. <laughs> Wait, what if we do this game where Matt runs our profiles for a little while and gets his first taste of online dating? I feel like there's yeah. a lot in here. I love yeah. this idea. Yeah, yeah. And and what, am I, what, what are my goals? Am I trying to find you... Like a great match that you can honestly, turn into your a, goal a can be whatever you want. I almost want. I almost like the idea of you doing a video series pranking us, deciding whatever you want to do. But we <laughs> give you the photos, <laughs> and that's it. Yeah, Matt, I, I you think, you set your goals. No, no, I think there needs to be clear parameters because if it's just willy nilly, then there's no point. I think right, the well, challenge if it's real is parameters. Then yes, find us our dream men, Matthew. Right, right, right. You and know then, us here, quite well at this point. <laughs> uh, amen. 
And then we do a big thing where Matthew experiences online dating. <laughs> but then does the Matt go a on the date? Thing? Yeah. As a woman. As a woman. <laughs> I think I think Matt should go on the date with a beard. <laughs> oh, some serious yeah, see, catfishing. I don't think uh, this is illustrates anything about what online dating is like because I'm playing a character who is not my own gender and faking the whole thing. Like No, but this here's is not what happens. Here's what me. happens. It's just a weird Matt thing. Matt gets to <laughs> learn what it's like a uh, you know, being a human who's not married, and you can assess whether Jen and I are, have just been doing it wrong. <laughs> right. But I'm know. also, I think I'm also going to experience this idea of being a woman on the internet, especially yes, in a dating context. Which will be is interesting be like, for you. I think it's going to be all so new to Matt that he won't. He won't be able to determine like if he's doing it right or wrong. He's just going to be doing it. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I'd be curious. Also, to it'd be really it. amusing to have Matt send us on dates. He'll be like Tuesday, six p.m. You've got drinks, Sally. <laughs> that would be very amusing. <laughs> and also, like men are going to send it. me eggplant emojis, thinking that I'm you, and then I have to respond as you. Like I don't know about that. That seems yeah, weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. You can tell. No, 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 Matt, because you can tell when they're about to send a dick pic and you shut that shit down. Unless you want to see, <laughs> in which case, be my guest. I need the full experience. That's well, true. Ali, you mentioned like you mentioned Bernie. Um, this is getting me thinking. Like, are there a lot of people out there, and I just never knew this was happening, who have like personal assistants? Yes. Running these profiles for them and responding and sending them on the dates, probably. Uh, and why don't I bet, that? I bet that's that's, that's just a like a good in yeah in person business. Human, we huh. don't need AI for that. <laughs> um, I just feel like there oh, could be an so interesting in piece where Matt's like, I online dated as a woman for a week, even though I'm a married yeah. man. This is what I found. Yeah. And yeah. then meanwhile, maybe Jen and I get some dates from it. <laughs> well, right. not yeah. having to put forth any effort. I'll grow All a right. beard for mine and then Allie will be without the beard and we'll just see how it goes. And we'll see who does better. Yeah. Okay. But, 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 okay. I'm totally down for this in 2019, but serious question though. <laughs> where is the line? Ooh, Are we, I'm am excited. I actually sending you on the dates? Cause I think that's an important line that we need to establish. Because me dicking around on an app is one thing, but yeah. you actually going and meeting in person with strangers who you've never even communicated with, like, when do we tell them? Do we tell them? Do you? Do I, like, send you screenshots of the conversation so that you're prepared to go into the date? Like, I think what, we all we go. We all go together. <laughs> we don't tell them what they're getting into. No, I like we this Skype as a big social experiment. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm in. I think... I think Matt's making two errors here. One, he thinks that I like have standards. You know what I mean? Um, so I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, Matt, like I actually like really trust whatever the fuck you would want to do. And I would go on the date. You're like, okay. you're like thinking really seriously about it. And I'm like, Meh, whatever, I'll do it. <laughs> well, okay. No, but I'm thinking, I'm thinking about the game theory of this, of like you go on the date. If the, what is the goal? We have to establish the goal. The goal is to have a successful date. And my question there, if that is the goal, and I think it should be, you need to be armed with the conversation that I had on your behalf to trick the person into thinking that it was you. Or is the jig up the minute you you walk into the room and say, I have a confession. This was all a social experiment. Do you want to still get drank? Like, what, where, where is okay, the Okay, here's what I think you should do. You chat with the person, but you make sure that you don't chat for more than, you know, 20 messages back and forth or okay. something. Something kind of short mm -hmm. before mm -hmm. you're like, hey, let's meet up. I'm free Thursday at six and you suggest a bar. Then I show up <laughs> and at the course of the date, I let them know. But then, and then you only have a little bit to screenshot us. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Is that our audience is a, enjoying us like working fair. out the logistics? I'm sure they are. 
Well, you heard it here while we worked out on air a social experiment. <laughs> we also <laughs> talked about having guests, listeners as guests. So that's another, and maybe having them Ooh. compete for it. That's another competition Guys. we gotta get going. If you want Matt to run your dating profile, let us know. Uh, you can uh, tweet at us at June Bugger. At Allie Gold, A-L-L-I-G-O-L-D, J-O-O-N-B-U-G-G-E-R, spelling. I know how to spell. That's right. You can email us about Esperanto or dating Beers. or whatever you want. Uh, 2G1podcast.gmail.com. Also, if you're man, as described by her mother. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> you can also call us and uh, speak to us in Esperanto or English. And that phone number is 347-871-6548. That number again, 347-871-6LIT. And you can join our Discord server, which we would love. It's discord.gg slash 2G1P. Very lively conversation going on there where you can suggest show topics and guests for us. And we're listening. Um, and finally, you can contribute to this podcast if you would like. Um, and Ali, how can they do that? Patreon.com slash 2G1P. We love to hear from you, so be in touch, um, and we'll see you next time. Thanks, guys. Stay bearded. Two Girls, One Podcast is hosted by Jennifer Jamula and Allison Goldberg and meticulously A-B tested on Grinder. I mean, produced by Matt Silverman in New York City. This episode was edited by Sophie Bridges. Production assistance is provided by the Podglomerate. This show is a production of The Daily Dot, the number one source for in-depth reporting about beards. I mean, life on the internet. The Podglomerate. A sonic universe. I've read her diary. I know. Pretty dull, (laughs) isn't it? (laughs) 